What's up? I'm having a good day and I can't figure it out. Uh, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out if it's because I found the best fucking hype song of all time or if it's because I got my wheel fixed today. I replaced the battery and I got to ride it today. And it it was fucking amazing. It was cold as fuck out, but it was nice. I went up the trail and like no matter when i go up there no matter how cold it is there's people up there with their stupid fucking dogs on the trail it's like this is a walking trail what are you oh wait (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they should be there i shouldn't be there but (laughs) Eh, they'll get over it yeah it was weird there was like it was cold as fuck but there's a bunch of muddy spots oh so i guess it's not cold enough to freeze it yet but Uh, we've had our first like kind of cold spell of the uh, winter. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's not been that bad. I mean, it's dipped into the teens at night, but during the day it's in like the mid to upper thirties. So it's not, hmm. it's not bad, but, uh, yeah, it's getting, getting cold there. this year. Yeah. I mean, I've been running the wood stove from, you know, for the last, what, two weeks. So it's, Wonder... we're getting there, but I mean, it was like today, you know, we, we took my daughter out for the birthday thing today. and Oh, yeah. They had ice you know, cream for lunch. Yeah, we did. We had ice cream for lunch. And then uh, we left there. We went to the mall and we roamed around the mall. And uh, I looked at some stuff for the upcoming D&D games. And uh, then, uh, let's see, we had uh, lunch, kind of. It was like the not really lunch, but lunch. Like we got some soft pretzels and stuff there in the mall. And nice. uh, see what we do from there. See, we left there. All pretzels there. are the best. It's oh, so yeah. hard to find anything better, and they're not great. But for some reason, when you're there, they are great. <laughs> well, the old there was like a, another pretzel place in the mall. Like maybe I think COVID got rid of them, and it, they had the best. I mean, they were soft. They were just they were they're perfect, and awesome. they went out of Salty. business. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they put like seven pounds of salt on it. Gave you a huge thing of nacho cheese. I mean, it was heaven. And this time, the new this new place, I tried it for the first time. There, the crust on the outside of the pretzel was really kind of tough. Oh eh, yeah, I, I hate mean, that was, when you're when you're like, did you guys make this last week or what? Yeah, it's what it kind of seems like. Yeah. So we um, we did that, and then we went over. Was to that pretzel store. maker? No. Oh. It was just I don't know. They were they they had sandwiches and hot dogs and other stuff too, and. Heather oh. said that their sandwich, she had a BLT, she said it was pretty good. But finished up there, we went uh, went over to another, so we went to the Five Below store. I don't know if you have those mm. out there or not. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like I said, I don't know anything about them, but um, she wanted something from there, and she wanted to spend some money, so she went off and did that, and I went back to the house for a few minutes, and, and hmm. uh, she decided she wanted to have, she wanted to go out for dinner, and I was like, okay, you know, within budget, where do you want to go? 
Yeah. And she, and she goes, well, we had ice cream for lunch, so let's have breakfast for dinner. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and Perfect. Goes, let's go. Is... Yeah. So she's like, let's go to Waffle House. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, realistically, were, were when you it comes prepped to... to fight somebody? I hope yeah. you. <laughs> you I mean, like, like, all right, let me grab my brass knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> like for places that you know a kid wanted to go, you know, she could have said like any expensive place, and we'd have had to be like, no, we can't do that. You know, yeah. or whatever. But she was like, yeah, let's do Waffle House. I'm like, Waffle okay. House. So we, we, we get to Waffle House and we go in and we're ordering our food. And now I make a comment to the waitress. I was like, yeah, today's her birthday. And uh, the server was like, oh, this is so cool. And they talked for a few minutes and the cook came over. Like we were the only ones in the in the place there for dinner. Oh, nice. And uh, so we're sitting there. We we eating our dinner and um, they've got one of the... Uh, jukeboxes in there that you can like use the touch tunes app and you know play music on it so we were playing i was playing like all of her favorite songs that i know she likes and and uh we were playing taylor swift and the server comes over and and kind of points at the uh the cook and she's like yeah he's like the hugest taylor swift fan and you look at him i mean he looks like your typical like waffle house crackhead cook and uh he's like yeah he's like i fucking love taylor swift (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, don't mention it to him. He probably has PTSD trying to get fucking tickets. Oh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> hey, did you have you been following that? Yeah, tickets went up to like $93,000 at one point. Yeah, it was... That fucking, uh, um, one of, I don't know which one, one of the fucking government, they're all the same fucking entity, but whatever, just different people work there. One of the government trade something, something is looking into Ticketmaster uh, for the way they handled the whole situation, and because they basically own a monopoly on the thing, I was everyone was talking about. It, and I was like, "What the fuck happened to StubHub? Is StubHub not a thing anymore?" Well, she she had like an exclusive deal with Ticketmaster. And well, I guess then, everyone does. They have like everyone goes through Ticketmaster now. Right. Yeah. It's and the people. I guess StubHub was had worked out an arrangement with. Ticketmaster because they had a bunch of tickets on sale for uh for Taylor Swift but they were all like crazy you know two thousand three thousand four thousand dollars for like shitty house seats and and uh but that was like the whole thing is she was like you know she made this whole thing saying that she wasn't like the cheapest tickets that she was going to offer on her tour was like forty nine dollars and it was going to scale up to like yeah it was supposed to go from forty nine dollars and then scale up to like four hundred ninety nine dollars. No, they started at like four hundred ninety nine and went yep. up from there. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I mean, I guess what gets me is I know that she's getting a kickback on these prices. Like, I mean, she's making a percentage. We, I mean, that's yeah, but obvious. how much do they pay her percentage or a flat rate? I bet they pay her a flat rate and they keep most of it. Well, see, that's what I wonder, and see, that was my first thought too. But then on the flip side. You know, if I was if I was an artist and I was playing, you know, getting a flat rate for my tickets, and then they were jacking my tickets up, you know, a million percent, which is essentially yeah. what they did. Oh, I would be losing my shit. I would be so fucking angry. And oh, yeah. but you know, and then she comes out and he, to oh, me, she's I, definitely writing a Ticketmaster song. I'll tell you that much. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, honestly, I don't think she is. I think I think that she was she felt obligated to come out and say something. And I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I oh, really right. do like her. Um, I did wonder that too if she literally didn't know about it and some like publicist or something told her, "Hey, uh, tickets have been kind of crazy." And she went, "Oh yeah, like we're doing good." And he, meant, and he was like, "No, no, no. I mean, like, uh, for some reason, the cheapest ones you can find right now are twelve thousand dollars." And she's like, "Well, wow." 
So we're doing good? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, that's what makes me think that she's probably getting a percentage of the ticket sales. Yeah. So she's making bank off of this. So it's like, how much are you going to... You know, I mean, I just I can't wrap my mind around it because number one, I couldn't imagine people paying that much money to to hear me. Oh, don't pay you that know? much for anybody. Yeah, I don't care who it is. Right, but I mean, I don't care if they. I, I don't care if they resurrected Beethoven himself and they're having one concert only. <laughs> if oh, you want to fucking go, I'm like, nah, not for ninety three grand. I don't think. I so. I mean, I, I just it was it was blowing my mind. Like I, before, it was evident that things were like really, really going bad. I kept I kept seeing TikToks where like. You know, people are sitting in their queues and they've got their credit cards out. And I was I was watching I watched one TikTok where this girl's like, Yeah, I uh um I went and took out a five thousand dollar credit card to be able to do this. And the person on the camera is like, Well, how much is your budget? And she looks at the camera and says, I took out a five thousand dollar credit card to cover this. And I'm just sitting yeah. there going, My no. God. Like yeah, no, I don't could, do that. I, there I were some imagine. girls that uh, where I work in the office that just didn't even try, and they said, "Now nah, we decided we're going to go to Snoop Dogg in December." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I was just. I, I hope I hope that I'm wrong, and capitalist Swift doesn't exist, but I'm I feel pretty confident that you know, she probably made bank off of this, and she isn't going to rock the boat that much. Oh yeah, I really don't think she will. Well, and she might even be completely disconnected and not even understanding. Oh, they're ninety three thousand dollars. That's not too bad. She literally might be like Bill Gates. Think, like a box of chicken nuggets is like forty dollars, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe I hope that that's not the case, but I can definitely see that could possibly be a thing. Yeah, well, like she's she's definitely not buying her groceries or like, and somebody's driving her around. Do you, I don't see Taylor Swift driving. We're going to get gas. Like, I don't know. She, She's right on the edge of... Actually, she might have already tipped over the edge of where super fandom makes you super fucking weird now and you're disconnected as a human. You're on right. a whole different planet where the, than the rest of us. Like how Justin Bieber did 10 fucking years ago and he's right. never come back and he never will. No, and, you could, and it could very well be the case and, and I hope not because like I said, I'm a big fan of her I really liked how she, you know, she I'm, stuck it to Spotify and she stuck it to Pandora and she stuck it to these streaming platforms. Yeah. Like you're not going to pay me, you know, four cents of uh, uh, a play. Like that's not happening. You're going to lease the music at the price I want you to pay. Otherwise, you're not going to have it. And and I like that she used the weight of her of her stardom to put the screws to these platforms and give the the artists and the content creators the leverage that they deserve. So it was just yeah. like, okay, you did it with Spotify. I was I was around for it. I was there for Pandora. Let's see you excuse me. Let's see you use your, your leverage and go after Ticketmaster. Literally yeah. the it's the only game in town. And other other comp other There's um, other there's other one. They're just the biggest one. They're they're leveraging their money and power towards right. artists and saying if you don't use us you're not going to sell out your they like go to them and strong arm them. If you don't use us, you're not going to sell tickets. We might pay you a little less than the others, but we're gonna pay. We're gonna sell at such a high volume that you end up making more with us. Like right, and and then they turned around and done the same thing to the venues and said you're only going to use us because if you go anywhere else, we're not gonna get, we're not gonna bring you yeah, in. Yeah, we'll cancel our contract and you no yeah. longer get with it. So yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're fucking both directions. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Pearl Jam. I, that was when I was trying to think of a second ago. Pearl Jam tried that and it ruined one of their 
um, uh, uh, tours. Yeah, because Ticketmaster has a fucking monopoly on it, and right. they're they're forcing their hand. I don't know. You can't go to anyone else now, even if you wanted to. So and that's why but, I just had to Google StubHub. I'm like, I don't understand why people aren't using StubHub. They're still there, but I guess. Well, I always kind of thought StubHub was more like sport oriented. Right. I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's tickets or tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never, I think they started as, I think they started as sports and then they started doing stand up stuff and then concerts eventually. They're still mostly sports and like stand up, but. Yeah. Yeah, Right now on the front page of StubHub is Shania Twain. I'd love uh, to go see her. Arctic Monkeys. Reba McIntyre. I would, in the given circumstances, my all right. I have a problem with Lindsey Sterling. I I like I would I've when she did um, she did a uh, a music video to Mm -hmm. um, one of the LMAO songs, like a cover. Yep. And and I was like, oh, this is really cool. You know, she's doing something that's different. This was years ago. It's like she's doing something different. She's you know incorporating classical instruments into modern day pop, which is great. I'm a huge band nerd. So I started following her career and whatnot. And it wasn't until like two or three years after I like learned about her, I I found out that she was on America's Got Talent. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm gonna, you know, find the YouTube video of her doing, you know, doing the show. And I watched it. And then I realized that, you know, all the jumping and movement and moving around and flipping and kicking that she does, yeah, it's damn near impossible to play a violin correctly while doing that. And she sounded like shit. And the judges absolutely just, like, reined her for it. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, we can tell that you can play and we can tell that you can dance, but you can't do both at the same time. It just, it just doesn't work. And so she got reined and didn't make it on or however. She didn't make it far in that. Um, and then she's she's going on a tour and whatnot. I had a couple of friends that went to her shows and she said it was really good, but I still question how much of it is pre-recorded. Like, I I don't want to accuse her of lip syncing because that's basically what it would be. Yeah. But when you watch some of her newer videos and the way she moves and the way she plays, you're like, it has to be dubbed. It has to be dubbed over. There's no way that she can move like that and play. So... I've never been to one of her concerts. I had friends that said it was good, but those same mm. friends also also weren't band nerds. Yeah. So I I don't think I'd ever go to see her. I don't think I would so, either. Uh I just like her as a person. Yeah. I'm one of, the, She's I'm a one great of those person. Yeah. I thought you were, when you started going, hmm, I don't know about her. I thought you were gonna uh, bring up her ties with Kim.com. <laughs> oh, uh uh-uh, uh no. Whatever. No, and I, mean, I, I was I was about to tell you, hey, wait a minute, you don't know how they met or the whole that whole fucking thing. Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no. As as I'm I'm approaching it from a, mu- a musician standpoint. Oh, okay. Um yeah, I like her she, she's she's very average for playing the violin. She's good. Yeah. She's not one of the best. She no. it, she's the best at marketing and making videos. Yeah, but she but she's a great brand. I mean, she just, went just the way that uh, Pen- Pentatonics, which yeah. uh, most people probably never, never watched the sing off, which is one of the fucking greatest shows. I feel like you and Heather probably watched it because Heather likes a lot of those shows, like I like. You know, yeah, we fucking did. yeah. So a lot of people don't know where they come up. They are maybe. The second to last out of all the people that won the sing-off show, I would have put them like second. They're good, 
there's people way better. But right. as far as they are at marketing and advertising themselves, they're number one. That's the reason they blew up. I well, mean, they're I talented, mean, but they're, they're very talented, and they're also using today's today's like social media and things to to bend it to the will to become famous. I mean, she, you know, she yeah. did it. Taylor Swift did it. Justin Bieber did it. Um, yeah, oh, I mean, there was fucking... a couple of other during that that same you know, coming up, like um, not Ariana Grande, but one of the other ones that's in that same. Um, you know, they were all YouTube celebs and they grew their fan base literally one you know one subscriber at a time which is pretty badass yeah um, well, if you if you understand how to market yourself or know how to hire somebody that yeah. understands how to market you you can blow up whether you're talented or not yeah well, and, i mean you know, i mean look at pewdiepie oh yeah his shit's boring as fuck i don't like him as a person i don't like I any i don't like a single video there's maybe a 2 second clip out of his entire thing I've ever seen that made me laugh, chuckle a little bit. That one where he's like opening the pumpkin with his girlfriend. He's like, oh man, it sounds like, put, put my, 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 that's a stinky, my. <laughs> like, he like was about to say something else. And that well, made me chuckle a little. But other than that, like, he doesn't deserve I uh, think, what he has. <laughs> I think there is a lot of YouTubers in, in like modern day YouTubers that were following mm -hmm. on the coattails of. Um, like the Machinima Group and uh, Rooster Teeth and those types of ones where they were just making videos about their lives and they got popular doing it. And yeah, they knew watching... how to advertise themselves. Yeah, and then you know, <laughs> there's there's a couple of um, there's a couple of YouTubers that uh, my daughter follows and she watches them religiously. And you know, I'll come through the living room and she'll be watching something and I'll just stop. And it's like, man, it's it's overproduced. It's overhyped. They yeah, they're all dramatized. It's yeah. There's so many on YouTube right now that are like that, and you're like, "Ew, this is literally I mean, I, it makes me cringe watching it." Like, it, it's incredibly cringy. And then some of the things that gets me is like you're you're watching these. They're kids. They're somewhere between you know 18 and 25, and they're in this huge house. Oh yeah. You know, and I'm just like, this isn't your house. This the, it could be your parents' house. You know, which tells me that you probably come up extraordinarily wealthy. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, yeah, I could, yeah, I could I'm, make overproduced, overdramatized videos if I, you know, had was in a family that was making a million plus a year, and yeah. I didn't have to worry about working. You know, I could do well, that they, too. They do. It just sound conceited, but the, I don't give a shit. They literally do the they the same formula that Mr. Beast took. The I don't know which group you're talking about because there's several of them, but one of them. Uh, I watched where they filled this massive like mansion with literally a few million of the you know the balls that are in the ball pit like at Chuck E. Mm -hmm. Cheese, they put those all in the living room. It's like, so you're taking the same Mr. Beast formula where you do it at such a scale that nobody can do it except you. You're spending right. so much money on one video, but it works because you're the only one that does it. You make a clickbaity title and a, a you know a real good thumbnail and. Yeah. You know, you do a few of those, eventually, if you're smart enough, you're good at it, the algorithm will pick you up, and it'll happen just like with Mr. Beast. Yep. Well, I, he started it, He started with 1,000, then 10,000. His was money. He's like, I'm going to do crazy shit with money. Or, right. You know. Yeah, and, and she follows Mr. Beast, and, and, and I've watched some of his stuff, but there was, there was another group. Um, it was probably the same or similar group that was the ball pit people, but 
they put out a video, and, and you're right, it was clickbaity and thumbnaily. It was like uh, we bought a, I don't know what kind of car it was. It was, or I mean, something like a Corvette. We're just yeah. we're going to use the Corvette for the stand-in of the story. Um, and it's like uh, we bought a bought brand new 2022 Corvette. Uh, going to go outrun cops. Yeah, and that was basically the title of the video. And you know they open it up. Hey, you know this is so and so, and we you know we just bought this 2022 you know Chevy yeah. Corvette. Oh, I hate the fucking over the top acting too. Oh guys, look yeah, at this. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, and but then, that's what you know, that's what works, and it fucking pisses yeah, me off. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, and then so they're like, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna go speed and get some uh, cops to chase us. Yeah. And, I'm and then going, it's fake cops, and it's very well, no, clearly fake cops. Yeah, it's very clearly fake cops. And then what got me, you know, it was like, okay. Here they are driving their car, like, oh yeah, there's a cop up there. Let's see if he's got us on radar. Cuts to the cops in car camera yeah. on the thing, and I'm just yeah. sitting here going, "How'd they get the that f- footage?" Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? You know, yeah. and then they proceed to like this cop chases them, and then you see like the cops like body cam footage of him driving behind them, and I'm just sitting here going, what? you know, and then you you're, know, and I'm I'm watching it, and it's all in like yeah. it's like these back roads out in like. It reminded me, like outside of L.A. and and GTA, where just like the roads of nothing going on, and they're driving from this cop, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it just made me so angry that people were buying. And you and you look at his, you look at the view count, like yeah, one point yeah. seven million views. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? And it just came out two days ago, and you're like, wh- how? What? It's everyone's kids or something. You know, when when we did the um, oh, what was it? When when we did uh. Uh, shit flop our um, MCC, oh, yeah. you know, that deserved 1.4 million views. When we did Hitler reacts to the 1v1, that ne- that oh, should have gotten the, the, the Hitler videos. Are so I still go back and watch them, and I'm proud of that. It's so good. The yeah. Hitler, the, the Hitler video we made, yeah, so it, fucking good, you know. But no, we weren't over the top enough and fake. Yeah. Oh no, he's gonna get his pull he's gonna pull us over. I was just thinking how funny it would be. I wonder if you could make a successful YouTube channel where you make fun of those over the top videos. And then you do that whole thing you set up the whole thing straight like it is, and then you show the Corvette and then you like scroll back and it's a it's a mini one, it's not real. And then <laughs> you and then you do like just CGI. Yeah, you do the <laughs> cop chase and it's just like you moving them with your hands and like badly cut like <laughs> <laughs> And and then it cuts back to you in the car. And you're, oh my gosh, guys, he's gonna get us! And you got to do the over the top. It, it would yeah. actually probably work because I don't know what age, but like the like three to like eight, three to eight year olds will watch that shit and eat it up. They love oh, yeah. the, they love the terrible acting and very obviously scripted shows, and like yeah. the god awful cringy YouTube channels. The o- the only ones that she watches or watches, wa- I haven't. I've noticed that she's not watched them in a long time is uh there was this um there was this girl that was doing uh you know those blind bag or mystery bag things that has toys that's themed and it will have yeah. certain you know um she did like a whole long series of videos of just opening up the toys and just doing a reveal like a reveal video and she was making I mean, you could tell she was making crazy crazy money off these views because not only was you know, was she doing these videos and getting all of the the views that way? She was sponsored with a couple of the toy distributors, and you know the distributors were sending her toys to open and review. And yeah. it was just it was just a twenty minute video 
Uh, and and he, all you saw was her hands. You didn't yeah. see anything else. It was a top down over top of her hands. And she was like opening it up. And you're like, oh, look at this. And then she'd open up the piece of paper. That, oh, okay. This is a, this is a rare, you know? And yeah. there's so and, many opening video, op- like unboxing. Wild. That's how, that's how, um, what, what is it? Right. Ryan, you know, Ryan. <laughs> I think Rebel put in there about the car dealership. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be. I'll write that down for the script, Rebel. <laughs> uh, what What was the fuck, Ryan? Ryan, the the Ryan kid that's been exploited for years. His shit blew up. He got his shit in Walmart. Their swag and stuff in Ryan YouTuber Walmart. What the fuck was his name? You know who yeah, I'm talking about? No, I don't. I don't recognize the what you're talking about. Ryan's World. Oh, oh, yeah. That was their and entire she, thing was yeah, opening she, toys. Yeah, she and they they still one. they still have his shit in Walmart. He looks nothing like that anymore. <laughs> he doesn't look like that innocent little kid anymore. Now he's grown up. <laughs> but it, it's it's crazy that these that there's kids out there and, and that's just they eat it up. And Yeah. There's there's only one that I've accepted and I will keep watching because when they do the like fake scripted stuff they make it obvious that they know it's scripted and you know it's scripted. And then they do real word, real world vlogging. And he's very careful about now that his daughter's a teenager, he's very careful about putting her in the videos at all. And there's only one that I've accepted that I will watch and I enjoy and I like. And my son still watches them. It's FG Teavers. I don't, I don't know, know if I you've seen to, them. I, I mean, it, I will say it like this. There's a high probability that I have seen it. And have paid like no attention to it at all. They're, because they're she's watching it, you know. Yeah, they're pretty big, and I really like their dad. Uh, he calls himself Duddy, but he started on YouTube as like rap. He would do like rap videos, <laughs> and then he started making vlogs and stuff with his kids. And like, he is the only one I accept just because of the way that they do it. And they do gaming videos, and they eventually got big enough. They have different gaming channels and stuff. And he's done fake, like, scripted videos, but they don't do it as if it's real. They make it very obvious that this is scripted, we know it, you know it, but we're doing it for the views. And we have both made an agreement, you know, that that's why we made this super stupid video. Uh, Like, yeah, they're the only one that I'm okay with, the FGTVers. I'm fine with them. Everyone else is so cringy, and I hate watching it. And, like, they feel really, like, exploitative, like, the way the parents treat the kids. That's another thing I really like, Duddy. He only puts his kids in the video if they want to. Right. He's had he's had literally months at a time you didn't see his daughter at all. He's had months at a time where his wife wasn't in the video. Like, he's if they don't want to be in it, he doesn't make them in it. You can tell that the kid, you know, when the kids are in it, they wanted to be in it. They're enjoying doing the videos. He He's kind of, like, the center of the attention of the video. I think that's why... I accept it because he's not exploiting, you know, exploiting the kids. It's right. I'm the center of it, but here's also my crazy family and my kids. Right. <laughs> there's one, um, there's one that Izzy was watching for a while and I don't know if they're still doing it or I just maybe don't catch it, but it was, um, it was a, it was a guy and his, and his little boy. And it started out when his little boy was little, like three, maybe four years old. And they were doing uh, toy reviews. They would go out and they would buy a toy or a game and they come back and he would just like, okay, we're going to open it and we're going to play with it or we're going to play the game. And then we're just going to tell you about us playing it. And yeah. it, this went on. I mean, we, basically we watched this little boy grow up over the course of like four or five years 
because he's right at Isabel's age. And uh, they would, and then it turned into, you know, going out and doing other things and um, all, you know, learning to skateboard and doing all these other things. But what I thought was really cool about the, the toy stuff is whenever they would buy a toy, they would do the review and then they donate it to the homeless shelter or he, they donate oh, it to like cool. a kid's thing. And like, I really, really respected them for that. And the same thing with all the games, like every week they were putting out a different board game video and they were like, okay, we've played it. We're going to donate it now. And uh, Mattel, they, they got Mattel as a sponsorship and Mattel would send them toys to review. Hmm. And then that's cool. You know, they would, they would do, yeah, it was like, I it was like, I really respect what they're doing. And it's like, yeah. this is really cool. It's something that, you know, father and son, they can do it together. And, and the dad would, I mean, he was like one of the fun dads. Like they would, you know, okay, we bought these, this Lego set. We're going to put the Legos together. I'm like, oh my God, it's this little guy. And he's going <laughs> to do that. And they were playing and they were yeah. playing together while they were filming it. And I thought that was like such a cool idea. But outside of that, a lot of, a lot of what she watches just, and I mean, and and I thought it was just my kid. I didn't realize that it's like all kids of that age. Yeah, that's know. how they get millions of views. It's all these yeah. kids that watch it because it's it's flagged in such a way that an algorithm picks it up without them even being signed in. They just pull up YouTube on whatever device it is, yep. an Xbox or your yeah, phone or for, whatever it is, and that's what comes up. Yeah, we did that for a while. She had a um, she had a DVD player in her bedroom that had uh, YouTube on it where she could watch YouTube and we never let her sign into anything because then you wouldn't have to worry about age gating or, or anything like that. It, yeah. you never, nothing was going to be bad on the public side of YouTube. And that's exactly what happened. She like watched one video and it got to the point where like, she was never even signed on, but it still had like the recommended you know shows whenever she would go on to YouTube. And it's all she would do is she would watch these videos and then I would just like pop in and, you know, me being like you and doing the podcasting and, and, and content creation, I would just look at the views. Yeah. And, and go, what it, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It'd be like a two day old video and they've got 50 or 500,000 views. Yeah. Just like, insane. I, I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? <laughs> like they're, they're just opening toys. That's it. Yeah. I feel like the same as like the artists we were talking about before. At least me, I'm sure most people don't do this. I'm, I judge a person's character before I judge their content. And a lot of people's content, you can tell by the content and the way they're acting and the way the things they're doing, you can tell that they're kind of not, I don't know, their, their character's not great. A lot yeah. of those cringeworthy videos and the people filling up fucking mansions with balls and stuff, like, you can tell, like, mm. Yeah, I, you. I don't know. I, I I don't like them as people. <laughs> no, and I don't I, I know them. I agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I only know what I'm seeing. Yeah, uh, the same be... reason why I don't like Mr. Beast. I might be, I might be one of the few people that don't like Mr. Beast. I'll watch some of his videos because I'm interested. Yeah. I don't like I, I don't like him though. I I watched. I don't know. I don't know if it was on TikTok or YouTube or where I came across it, but he was doing one of those. We're gonna draw a circle. And oh, yeah. you have to the stay last inside one to this... leave it or whatever. Yeah, and and I've heard some like really negative things about um, some of the things that he was doing with that. Yeah. Is like uh, it'd be like okay, we've you know we're gonna put up a million dollars, and then the last person out gets the million dollars, 
So they're, you know, then they don't realize that these people are going to stay in there for a million dollars and you're going to have to figure out how to make content out of filming this. And we found out that he was like going up to people kind of like on the down low and saying, Hey, I'll give you $5,000 if you quit right now and, and make it dramatic. Yeah. You know, oh, and they're well, like, he does, it, he does know? some of those on screen too. be like, Hey, I'll give you 5,000. Yeah. Like, it's so obvious that he's doing other stuff. And I've, I've, this might be part of why I don't like him. I've heard a lot of things like behind the scenes and like that he's not a good person and he treats uh, like other than like a few of the main, like his friends that are on the videos and stuff. He treats a lot of his staff like shit. Like I've just heard. I've heard, the, I've heard that as well. I've heard too many things and he just doesn't seem like a good person. He doesn't seem genuine. No. Not, Even not when he's on, on camera, you're like, something's off about this dude. Yeah. And not just that he's like autistic or something. It's, no, I, it's I not a good person. Yeah, I completely, totally, a hundred percent agree that I yeah. just, I don't, I don't like. Yeah, I, I, I can't put my finger on it. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't like you. And I, and I kind of, kind of had it confirmed by one of the YouTubers I do like, William Osmond. Which, if you haven't seen William Osmond, holy fuck! I don't uh, watch you, YouTube you much at all anymore. You might have seen Michael Reeves. I don't right. know. Michael Reeves and William Osmond have kind of the same similar concepts where they just make ridiculous, like, why are you making that a thing? Uh, but they both worked with, uh, well, actually, William. Michael Michael was busy. William worked uh, with Mr. Beast. He made the squibs for when they did the uh, Squid Games episode. He, Mr. Beast came to him and said hey you got to make me 400 of these squibs in fucking two weeks <laughs> and so he had to make them and he went to go like order like hollywood squibs and they're like fucking like nine grand and he's like well we're not doing that that's gonna blow our budget even though it is a mr beast video we're gonna have to make our own and like <laughs> he has a behind the scenes like thing of william osmond programming and designing a board and then finding like a little mom and pop shop that can like print and cut boards in like nevada that they had to go to and like like his parents and this kid like in the shop like placing stuff and like flowing boards like for a fucking mr beast video <laughs> just i mean it it, it it just shocks me when you look at what their budget probably was for one of those videos and then oh, to turn around insane. and know they're like they're not going to do those videos if they're not going to make money off of it yeah. you know they're gonna they're gonna make a you know a 30 minute video and it's going to cost them hundred thousand dollars to do what they want to do and they're like oh yeah fine let's fucking do it and then like the just the knowing what it takes to make money off what i'm doing on twitch which is yeah. you know I, it took me an entire year to make $100 on Twitch. Yeah, that's not so great. It's like, no, it's not $10 great. a month. <laughs> yeah, so it's not great. So I know I know what I'm, and that's that was mostly off of subs and some, uh, some advertising. So I'm sitting here going, okay, so what little bit I've done and how long it took me to make as much money as I made, the concept of them making a 30-minute video that's going to make spending $100,000, yeah, you know, Fine. Well, I think I, just, I think he can't claimed imagine that. Like, how many views? I think they claimed for the like Squid uh, Squid Games videos, they spent like a million plus, like one point one million or some shit on that video because they had to make all those sets, they had right. to get all the costumes, they had to make, they had to get William to make all the squibs, and according to William, he made them all for like twenty five grand or something. Jesus that Christ. that's how much the boards and all the stuff cost for them. I don't know how much it cost, like how much Mr. Beast paid him. 
on top of that. And then on top of the other nine people that helped assemble them literally the two days before the fucking thing. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how you fucking spend multiple, like a million dollars on a video and, and make that all back. But uh, and, and, from yeah, what I've and, seen, Mr. Beast has mostly sponsored stuff. He's not making as much off of the views as he is off of the sponsorships. Yeah. And so that's probably where you end up having to make your money is you've got to you've got to pick up partnerships and sponsorships and and all that but yeah i mean the video had i just looked just because i was curious the squid game mr beast video has 306 million views so and they get paid you gotta get paid something off of that it's like three and a half cents a view i think was like the last time i heard what youtube was paying on Uh, i don't know i think it's different depending what yeah i think it's different depending what tier you are now that he's the number one subscribed channel on youtube i don't know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he might be making more than that, but I mean, but still, then you're turning on and looking at okay, that, that that tells you how much YouTube itself is making. Oh, fucking ungodly you know? amounts! I I wonder. Yeah. It's probably it's probably weird because I bet YouTube is maybe barely in the top ten money makers for Google. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it's probably it, an it, ungodly it, amount of money to me and you, but to Google, yeah. they're like, yeah, YouTube's an all right project. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then I just turn around and I look at it and I think about the amount of the amount of storage space that YouTube would require when they're saying it's like every hour, fifty four hours of video is uploaded to it. It's something like that. It's like it's like this really small period of time, but during that time, fifty four hours of video is uploaded every segment of that time. So it's just like it's yeah. constantly getting bigger. And I couldn't imagine what it takes to to store all of that information. You know, because mm-hmm. I just people... looked because I was curious. You know how we like to Google things. Mm-hmm. So YouTube made twenty-eight billion uh, in revenue last year. How much do you think Google made? <laughs> oh, Google itself. You said twenty-eight yeah. billion there. I'll tell you, it's a nice even number if you times twenty-eight by ten. Oh, it's two hundred eighty. Two hundred eighty-two billion. Jesus is how much google made uh it says 2022 so is that um that's how that much gross, they made this year is that gross revenue or is that net uh company let's see Ba-ba-ba. that's probably i'm assuming it's probably um, gross it's probably gross alphabet it's probably also uh estimated because that's a lot of money to track and be dead on <laughs> somebody would have to do it i mean it's probably like 281 billion 127 million 315 thousand 105 dollars and three cents yeah it looks like it's gross so google's number two in the world for money is that uh on the internet oh, or is that sorry in- google's number three is that in the is that like alphabet for the world or you know, or number three most revenue? I think it, I think this list like, I'm looking is at is tech is tech companies. Tech companies Amazon's right. number one, obviously. They yeah, made five hundred billion. Five hundred like billion this year. Yeah, that's probably also estimated. Yeah, I feel uh, like that's low. I, I, Apple, according to this, made four hundred billion. So yeah. Apple's doing fucking amazing if they're just well, yeah. under Amazon. Yeah, you know, how do they make four hundred fucking billion? What all does Apple own? They've got to own something else. Their customer base is stupid. Number one. Oh, that's true. They pay fifteen hundred dollars for a four hundred dollar phone. Yeah, every year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, there's a new one. 
Yeah. Look, it comes in pink. It's the same fucking phone, and it oh. has features finally on it that uh, Android had Sam- six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I just... Oh, there's a new watch. It's only 1200 It's a piece yeah. of shit, though. I can get yeah. a Chinese watch for $50 that does the same thing. Yeah, but it's Apple. <laughs> well, it was like um, I was going to buy... I was going to buy my wife a Fitbit, is what she really wanted a few years ago. Yeah. And... So I was looking at pricing them, and I'm like, "Holy fuck, that's a lot of money." Get a shot. And and then she decided she didn't want a Fitbit. She oh. found like an off-brand Fitbit that was uh, maybe a third the price. Yeah. So we bought it, and she still wears it. She's worn it for two or three years now, and she's put it up against like friends that have Fitbits, and it's like you wasted your money. This uh, thing get, a, ex- get a Xiaomi. There's a, f- there's a few brands that make them. Uh, we've used Xiaomi for like eight years now or something. Mm-hmm. We use their third and their fourth. and fifth. They just came out with the sixth. I just got it for my wife. The battery life's way better. It's a full colored touch screen. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's what That's you'd cool. get out of Fitbit for like $800. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is probably 150 bucks if that, if that much. Uh, I think the Xiaomi, the Xiaomi six is $80. Oh, there you go. And it I mean, does yeah. oxygen, heartbeat, fucking every sensor, tracks your sleep. I mean, it does all the same shit they all do. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just, stuff like that just blows my mind with the, the amount of money that they're just raking in. Yeah. Like, well, and then Apple, the other thing that, that well, they, kills me. Fitbit does the same thing that Apple does. They're charging you for the brand because they have right. brand recognition. They can charge eight times more than anyone else. When we, uh, when the twins moved back in with us this, this second time, uh, they wanted to get phones. And I was like, hey, instead of using these track phones and, and all this, I said, I'll open up a phone account in my name and yeah. let you guys, we're going to put your debit card on it. You're responsible for it. So, And the girls, they're like, that's cool. So we went and I'm like, what kind of phone are you guys thinking about getting? And they were, they were looking for something like a, a budget phone to an extent. Yeah. And they wanted to buy... I don't know, maybe like the two-year-old iPhone. You know, it wasn't one of the newer ones, but it was like, a, like maybe two generations back. And they were just showing me all this stuff that it did, and they paid some crazy amount of money. I mean, still, even then, they, they still paid like 500 bucks a phone. Um, and they were showing me all these things, and they're like, oh, you know, then they, it, it, what really upset them was they were talking about, oh man, these things take such great pictures and and it just yeah. iPhone does and I was like, let's let's compare photos. And I have and I still had it, I still use it. It's a uh S ten, S twelve, whatever this is. Whatever it's one of the older Samsungs. Samsung. I want, yeah. yeah, it's one of the older Samsungs. I think it's the I think I it's think, the S ten. I think Samsung uses uh Sony sensors in their cameras. So we were we were taking pictures and and we would and we I took a picture they took a picture of the same picture and Samsung then we was probably better by miles. Yeah, miles Samsung better. Samsung as far as I know for like the last like six seven years they bought like the top of the line Sony sensor available and they put it in their cameras. So good and they were just they were just completely like I uh, beside themselves at the difference in in yeah. the phones apple and, the people that have apple think that theirs is the best and until they literally compare it to a four-year-old android and then they go well yeah well that was the other thing too they were they were um it's uh, okay the, i guess the phone <laughs> the phone that they got was the first iphone 
that did um, thumbprint the, the the thumbprint login on the phones. Oh yeah, the shit the androids had for. I don't yeah, know. well, they made a comment because <laughs> I, I have on my phone. I pay for like Spotify Premium and and all that. So whenever yeah. we would go out somewhere, if we were driving, they're like, we want to use your phone to to play music. And so they were like, well, we want to put our thumbprints in your phone. I bet you don't have that. And I'm like, what do you mean thumbprints? They're like, oh yeah, well Apple does this. I was like, oh biometrics. Like, oh yeah. I was like, I think my S7 did that too. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, what? I'm like, you guys do no. App- you Apple's an- Apple's another it. one of those. They're like all the YouTubers and the people we we're just talking about. Apple's very good at marketing and advertising a feature as best. look how fucking amazing this feature is. And like Android, we just like had it. It just like came out in an update a while ago. And like, we just right. had it. We went, oh, that's cool. And nobody talks about it. That that's the thing with Android being so, uh, damn near close to open source. And like mm-hmm. the, how many updates are pushed on Android and the variety that they have to cover. So there are shitty Android phones, but there's also fucking amazing Android phones. There's a mm-hmm. whole, the entire array of fucking Android phones from, budget $200 to $1,500. And the problem is Apple, again, they're charging for their name for literally half the price. I could name five different brands that you'll get a better phone than an Apple. <laughs> oh yeah. By, by miles, you know, the, yeah. you get better picture quality, you get uh better video quality. You oh, get yeah, not you know, everything. Super. Yeah. It's so much I, more customizable. Oh, I'm just looking for my phone. My phone's my camera right now. So <laughs> this camera right here is my phone. Um, a long time ago, I went with HTC and they started to get worse and worse. Yep. And then I went with, um, I had a Samsung for a minute and then I went with Xiaomi, the same company that makes our watches we were just talking about. Uh, we got onto Xiaomi all at the same time. I got their phones and their watches and a bunch of stuff. And then uh, the main problem with Xiaomi phones, Xiaomi phones are fucking amazing. They're made in China, they're sold in China, but they're focused on the Chinese market. So I can still get a way better phone than an Apple for a quarter of the price. I can spend $400 and get a fucking phone that blows the brand new Apple phone out of the water. Everything's better about it. It's faster. It runs cooler. The fucking screen is 100 times better. You know, 120 hertz OLED, like crazy shit. But the problem is Xiaomi is focused on China and the radio bands don't work here. They, they're on a whole different, they're yeah. using the same technology, but uh, if you're not like me, a lot of people don't know, even know about radio bands. They just know that there's T-Mobile and AT&T right. and this and that. It, even T-Mobile and AT&T use different bands. Uh, so depending on what service, so I had to learn like what bands and everything. So we had to buy very specific Xiaomi. It kind of limited our, what we got. So then now, and I don't think I'll ever change. Now we're on OnePlus. OnePlus is still a Chinese brand. Oh, I'm very um, disappointed with OnePlus. Uh, but they make stuff globally. Um, OnePlus, I love my OnePlus. Uh, the one problem with OnePlus is that because they make stuff globally, they've kind of fallen into the same stuff, especially they have deals with like T-Mobile. So they'll sell you a phone and go, here's a phone for $100 and it's an absolute yep. piece of fucking garbage. And it you go, was... OnePlus sucks. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. We um, uh, we decided. Um, was it a T-Mobile one too? They have a deal yeah. with T-Mobile, and they're the yeah. worst fucking. So OnePlus we, is like, here's a phone we made for ten dollars, and T-Mobile's like, great, we're gonna sell it for a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what we did was, um, we decided a couple of years ago that we were just going to have the business pay for our cell phones. 
since I use my um, cell phone primarily for work and like that's my work number and all that. And basically dad did and their other employee did. We're like, well, shit, let's just go get, um, let's just go get, you know, company phones and put everything in the company name and, and deal with it there. And yeah. I, I um, my last uh, S10 that I had uh, fell off my night nightstand and landed perfectly face down. And Perfect. it looked, it looked like a, it looked like a, a bomb went off on top of my screen, just completely shattered it, you know, and I've dropped that, I dropped that phone hundreds of times and I just, I can't believe that's what did it. But anyway, so I was like, I need a new phone like today. So we went over there and we went to T-Mobile and got everything set up and the, the, the manager was pushing these OnePlus phones. It was like, they're, all oh, these things are great. I have one that look at all these features and, um, yeah, they so get they like talk. a kickback from OnePlus, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. And uh so we we bought them outright and it was like $120 a piece for these phones. So we yeah. bought four of them. And we got everything set up and I got my phone and I I'm, I love technology and and I love messing with stuff. So I was really putting it through its paces, taking pictures, taking videos. Um and one of the things that I was doing almost immediately was I was snapping one of the twins back and forth while we were doing all this. And I was seeing the pictures that they were sending me, and then I was seeing the pictures that I was sending them. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this camera is terrible. <laughs> like, I mean, it was just horrible. And the the short of it is, is I ended up going online and I saw a thing on Facebook where somebody was selling one of their old S10 phones for like fifty bucks, and they're like, you know, so I went and I drove across town and I bought it and I went straight to T-Mobile and I was like, turn this phone off. Turn this phone on. I don't. I'm done. And you know this this screen. The screen is cracked. And you know, I mean, it's been through hell. But I was just like, never again. I was so let down. I yeah. and, and then one of the other issues that we had, we were, we were, I think two two of our guys, they use them, but they have they have their own personal phones. But they we gave them two company phones for company oh, business, just for um, business calls and whatnot. Yes, yeah, right. It was like, hey, you know, if we're either it was one of those things where we were either going to pay them, uh, we were going to pay for their cell phone plan outright, or we'd give them a company phone. And both of them were like, oh, you know, if, you know, that means I would have to have two separate phone plans because my kids are on it, my wife's on it. It's like, all right, we'll just oh. give you a company phone. Yeah. So so that, that fixed that issue. But one of the things that I've noticed with it is it does not like Wi-Fi phone calls. It, it was, if... If you ha- if you're on the Wi-Fi, it wants to make a Wi-Fi phone call. It just won't. It'll just sit there and like try to call. You turn the Wi-Fi off, and it actually kicks onto the T-Mobile network. It calls just like normal. Like yeah. that was one of the issues that we noticed. And uh, the, mm. like I said, the picture quality is terrible. Um, no, one that that's one thing I will say that I understand for the people that don't want to why they like Apple. Because it's one thing, it's going to work perfectly no matter where I am. The Wi-Fi right. is going to connect no matter where I am. That's one, And that's one thing I was going to mention about OnePlus. They are my favorite, and I'm going to buy them. <clears throat> but you do have to do a little research because they're yeah. really tricky. They're really tr- It's a Chinese company, and I wouldn't say they're shady, but they are a little shady. <laughs> they're a typical Chinese kind of business. So they'll release like a – they'll say, here's the OnePlus 10, and then here's the OnePlus 10T, and then here's the OnePlus 10R. And then here's yeah. the OnePlus 10S. And the thing is, the 10 and the 10T, fucking amazing phones. The 10R, the 10N, all the S, 
all the other things are like there will be one for T-Mobile and one for AT&T and those all have like different features and different things where oh this one has uh you know NFC and this one you know uh, has you know like touch pay and whatnot and this one doesn't and this one has this on and off and then this one was made for t-mobile so the sensors and all the shit in it are really cheap and garbage so they're marketing all these phones and it gets really confusing if you don't want to look it up and find out uh oneplus is notorious for that every like iteration they released from like eight nine ten they'll make like six different versions of it and like one or two of them are fucking amazing and the other ones are garbage and you don't know that you go like your friend will have a 110 and you're like, oh shit, that's nice. And then you go to T-Mobile and they go, well, the, we got the new 110S. You're like, oh, how much is it? Oh, 150. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll take it. And it's fucking the worst garbage. piece of garbage yeah. fucking shit you've ever seen in your life. Because you expect it, the way they market it, you expect, oh, it's going to be, it's just a slightly different version. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's not. Yeah, no. That's something because um... they, they have such a wide, it's, they're weird. OnePlus might be the, the I, I want to recommend it, but I don't want to. If you're not going to research it, don't buy OnePlus. Because they're the worst from, they have such a huge array of phones from $50 up to, they have one that's branded and partnered with McLaren that's a like $1,700 phone. Like it has carbon fiber on it. It has the McLaren brand and name on it. Like it has a, the, the camera is inside the phone. It's not even, you know how most phones have like a bevel or it's here or there. It's inside the phone. When you go to take a selfie, it'll pop up out of the phone and take yourself. So you get a full screen. Like it's a nice phone, but like. <laughs> I like, I think that was the one thing that I really did like about them was um, the, if you were viewing a video, um, like if you were watching say Netflix or something on your phone, um, yeah. it had a really nice screen quality. Um, and I liked how it, it, it did do full screen. You could turn off the status bar across the top and, you know, it would, you would literally from the very bottom to the very top of your phone was the screen. There was no black bars yeah. or anything. Oh, I, that's that one of the things really nice. I, that's one of the things I love the most about my phone yeah. is they have their own version. It's uh, oxygen OS and like, it's very customizable. I mean, Android already is, but I don't even have like all the buttons that traditional Androids have on mine. I use all gesture input, gesture mm. inputs. So I don't have like the home and the back button that takes up part of your screen. I don't have that. I get the full screen and I have an OLED and it's a 90 hertz refresh rate. It has HDR10. Like my phone's really fucking nice. It's kind of why I want to stick with OnePlus. But again, OnePlus makes great phones, but I don't recommend it because you're going to have to go to do some research and like find out. You know, and if you're buying one that isn't branded specifically for like, oh, if you use T-Mobile, OnePlus, because they're a global brand, again, you're going to run into that problem. They might not run certain bands. And then you might get a great phone that fucking sucks because you have T-Mobile and you thought it would work and it just barely works and you get like 3G speeds. And again, right. you're going to think, oh, OnePlus sucks when it's just, it's not meant for American consumption. Right. <laughs> but they're making yeah. so much money over here. They're not going to stop selling them. <laughs> I, I I noticed a lot of things with the with the UI. Um, they were they was just totally different from Android, especially Samsung for that matter. Oh, yeah, I, they, I have they're weird. I've become like I just I won't leave Samsung just because I know every I know how it works. I know all the features. I know what I want it to do. I know how to make it do what I want it to do. 
Yeah. Um, well, see, that's how the Apple people think. I fucking I pick up an Apple and go, I don't know where fucking anything is on this thing. Oh, I, I can't figure it out. So I don't want it. My main problem with Apple is the price. I'm sure yeah. it's a great fucking phone and everything, but I'm paying way more for uh, not great what it is. Not it's not worth yeah. it. Well, it's not worth it to me either. And the the more people that I that I talk to, especially in in my field where you have a lot of basically blue collar workers, um, a lot of them have iPhones. And yeah. I, I'm looking at them and like, you know, you're like a really smart guy. You're very you manage your money. You you know what it's you know you know the value of a dollar. Why are you buying an iPhone? Because that's not the value of it. You're not getting value for it. Yeah. And the more I talk to people and the more I watch them, well, I they think don't have the, the time to do the research and shit. Like I just said, they just yeah. want a thing that they buy and it works like they know it's supposed to. Yeah, and then that's it. That's yeah. where I was going with it. Is it was like the iPhone. They give you here's my phone. This is how it works. It doesn't work any other way. You get this, this, and this. It's always going to do this, this, and this. Here mm-hmm. you go. Here's your phone. And I, I, I guess to me, I guess that's what it is. And well, that's where, why they can charge the. They're basically charging a convenience fee. Of, yeah. You don't have to figure out. You don't. Ha- We've vetted all the apps that are available on this thing. They're all going right. to work perfect. You don't have to worry about viruses or this or that. Uh, it's just going to work exactly how you want. It has all the main apps on it already, the camera and the calculator and the messaging, and it has everything you ever need. You don't have to figure out. You get an Android, there's different messaging apps, and there's different browsers, and there's different OSs. There's different, uh, I don't I don't know what they're called. You know where you can download a thing and it'll change all your icons and the way your home screen works. Like yeah, there's so much shit on Android. If you don't want to figure it out, it's it's not simple. You can get a no. way better experience. The The problem I have with Apple people is they just assume theirs is the best. It's like, it's not. It's the easiest. Well, you have and, the easiest. And, <laughs> you know, I can see where they're coming from with that because if I drop eight, nine thousand dollars dollars $1,200 on a phone, it should be the best. Like, there, there shouldn't be any question about it. I should, if I'm investing, you know, two to three times the amount of money into my phone every year. Yeah then I'm assuming I'm getting the best because money equals value equals quality when that's just not the case with phones at no. all. It blows me yeah. away too that they got caught slowing down old devices and people are still like, Apple's my favorite. I'm like, you don't mm-hmm. think maybe they're still doing that shit? Yeah, you <laughs> you don't think you, that you, like as soon as the announcement came out that the new phone's coming out, and you're like, mine's kind of slow and shitty. You don't wonder about that? <laughs> yeah, well, and then they, the, the thing of it is is they don't care because... You know, who gives a shit about, you know, the the last year's iPhone because I'm buying next year's iPhone. So fuck them. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah, did, affect me. And did I think you see the fingerprint the fingerprint sensors now in the screen, which mine mine's in the screen on my phone. Yeah, mine is too. <laughs> yeah. That's been a that's been a thing. I think wasn't that the I don't follow iPhones, but I think wasn't that the new one this year that they were like, Oh, the fingerprint's in the screen now uh, instead it, it, of on the home button. That was that that was in the last like two or three years. No, Sometimes yeah, that, that, that happened recently in, in, in phone generations because I, I remember they were talking about how big that was and just like I'm watching an I'm I'm watching an Apple commercial on my Samsung phone <laughs> and oh I need to turn it off for a second because a customer just walked in. Okay, they're leaving. Thumbprint, yeah. you know. I'm pretty <laughs> sure watching it. Like, I'm pretty what? sure you can you still can't multi tab, like have multiple windows open on an iPhone. I'm pretty sure you can. Android's had that for quite a while. I can do it on my phone. It's super easy. Yeah. 
I have shit. Uh, yeah, I have tabs open and or it's actually windows, but yeah. It, it's really fucking easy in Oxygen OS. I don't know how it is on base Android because um, OnePlus is a little different. But it's yeah, I can't compare the two. I literally swipe up and then push a button and I have multiple screens. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure iPhone still still doesn't have that. And there's so many things that like I don't know. We're not saying Apple's bad. We're just saying, like you were saying with the twins. No, don't be arrogant. That's not a cool feature. I have that too. Yeah, and, and <laughs> we all we've all had that. <laughs> my my my, I have two beefs with 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 Apple when it comes to their phones. Number one is their is their price for what you get, like we were saying, and yeah. number two, the amount of money that you have to pay for peripherals peripherals that are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't come with a fucking charger and you have to use their charger or yeah. it won't it won't charge right or it'll really limit your charging and like well and that's what that was what was that was another one that was really funny when um one of the twins bought a, one of the new iphones this year or last year it was this year so whatever the yeah. latest and greatest was and it, she was talking about it you know oh it's got induction charging like well, fuck! I think the last like four phones that I had had the induction. Yeah, and Samsung had, had that for a while. For years. Yeah, but... Samsung had that for a while, and then they got rid of it in the nine for some reason, and then they brought it back again the next year. Well, and then what what got me with it was is, um, she she bought the phone, and then she called me, and she's like, "Hey, I'm getting ready to buy a new phone." I'm like, "All right, cool, that's awesome," and she's like. Uh, how many amp breaker? How many amp breakers do we have in my room? I'm like, what? what? <laughs> and she goes, yeah. What's the amperage? And you could tell she knows what she's talking about. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you have 15 amp breakers in your bedroom. Why? Well, I bought this new iPhone, and it comes with. I had to buy this induction charger, and the you know it, it recommended that it was run on um, uh, five to ten amp breakers. And I was like, at maximum what? or minimum? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, what? And she goes, oh yeah, the 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 uh, salesman was like, be sure you know that you you know don't flip road breakers and stuff because the induction chargers can do that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, who's who? What event runs off of five amps? I think most fifteen is like a minimum in most houses. Yeah. And then um, that's that sounds like the salesman just throwing extra stuff at you to again make it sound it, better it, than it, it could is. Have been. Yeah. <laughs> And then you know, and then she brings me. Um, she comes home and we're talking about it. And she she gets out the charging block, and yeah. she goes, "Yeah." He said to be real specific about you know because these are these can mess things up, and they got to be really super specific. And she's like, "It's some brand new thing." So I was looking at it, and it's the exact same specs as my Samsung wall charger. No, no, it's brand thing. new. Yeah. this is brand and, new. <laughs> and uh, and she's and, and then um. Which is why I can't use that. And I'm like, why? It's like, well, they told me they couldn't. It has to be Apple specific. And I'm like, it's literally the same thing. Well, there's, they, they said there must be something in it. Like, no, <laughs> it's not. It was, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. I, ca I can't believe how long it took them to fucking go to USB-C. They've been on their stupid lightning shit for how many yeah. years? <laughs> like this one, it is uh, 6 volt, 1.8 amps. I mean, it's it. That's it. That's all you gotta know. Six volt, one point eight amps. It's not. Yeah. It's the exact same thing she had on hers, and she was just like, she was just blown away. I was like, that, I was like that charger I've had for forever. You know, it's like I, that's not even like a brand specific charger. I picked that up at like a gas station. You know. Yeah. Well, OnePlus has what they call warp charging, which is pretty dope. Though they send they send you a warp charger, 
and a high capacity cable with the phone. Mm-hmm. I can literally charge my phone from dead to a hundred percent in an hour using yeah, a well, charger. You're not supposed to use it all the time though. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, a, a lot of phones do that though. Like Samsung has their version of it. Yeah. And, I have, but, yeah, I have a quick, tar- I have a quick charge thing on my phone and, and, um, yeah, a lot of phones have it. It's just, you're not supposed to use it all the time though. It'll fucking yeah. kill your battery. Well, I use things... I use mine way too often, and now I've kind of ruined the battery on my phone. <laughs> well, it's not I, as I good blew, as it used to be. I blew her mind um, a few months ago with her phone. Like, her battery was almost dead. And I was like, turn on the induction setting so you can do an induction charge. And she goes, well, I don't have an induction charger. I'm like, just, just trust me, okay? So she turned it on. You know, Samsung has the battery sharing thing where you yeah. can turn your Samsung into an induction charger. And I was like, here, watch this. <laughs> I put them together. And it just like, you know, she'd never seen anything like that. And she goes, oh, that must be new. And I'm like, no, that's an S10, sweetheart. I think they're on S22s now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they went from S10 it went to S20. Like S- yeah. And then they had and an then S21. 21 and 22. Yeah. Yeah. And, and But... But still, like, it was three or four iterations ago. Yeah, it's like this is yeah this is an old this is no it's old. You know? Q QI or Q or whatever they call them wireless technology has been around for a while. Right. There are new versions that do like 128 watt like fucking charge from dead to full in like 30 minutes. There's like crazy new versions, but again, it kills your battery and it only works with certain phones. But yeah, and it, not it on, also not on iPhone. Uh, it's not going to be on iPhone for like four years at least. <laughs> But it, you know, it also doesn't work based on what type of what type of um, a phone case you have. Like my in, induction chargers don't work on mine because I've got the little socket oh, thing yeah, on the back work, with won't the work through that. Yeah, we got that whatever that is. You know, the, the, put your finger through it. Yeah, whatever the but, fuck those things are, I forget yeah, what the, they're called. It's pop but, sockets or whatever. It, yeah, it but not they're not a pop socket. It's the whatever the twisty whatever. I don't know what yeah. they're called. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it won't work through that. So I never even use my induction charger. It, and, and what kills me is mine came with the phone. You know, I got it. I got an induction charger and I got a wall charger. Yeah, that's and the, I got it, a set of headphones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, all the quick charger and all the shit came with my phone. Uh, most yeah. Android phones, Samsung, OnePlus, uh, all the T-Mobile, like most of the Android phones come with all that shit. Again, Apple, like you said. Yeah, well, here's the phone. You can buy a charger, and then you're going to have to buy the charging cable because the regular cable won't work at high capacity. You have to get the charging cable, and then if you want to plug in wired headphones, you're going to have to get an adapter for that. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> like, oh, you want to you, you want AirPods? Well, spoiler alert, you get an AirPod. Yeah. You get one. And that, that just, that really just blew my mind because... Did they give you one with the phone? I don't, I don't know. I, I bought... You know, I was, I was told this is what they wanted for their birthday, so I bought both of them AirPods for their birthday. Yeah. And I could not believe it was only one. I could not believe when they opened it up. I think they've now got the two, the, the two pair, or the the, 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 the pair sets now. But yeah. what I paid, like you bought an AirPod. I bought an <laughs> AirPod. Yeah, I don't get all their shit is overpriced. Like, uh, where I work, we sell the AirPods, and we sell a shit ton of them. I don't get it. We yeah. sell the AirPod Maxes, too, the $500 over-the-year headphones. I'm like, those are fucking awful. I can get you a pair of $100 Sonys that sound better than that. I <laughs> can get you a set of wireless Impals that go over the ear for 20 bucks that sound fucking amazing. Yeah, I, because... don't, I don't... Again, it's it's all a mindset. It's Yeah. 
on one hand, it is a convenience fee and it is easier and it all just works together. You don't have to worry about what Bluetooth or this or that. Yeah, or, that's very I, true. I, I get that. You don't have to research and wonder. Like OnePlus literally has phones that'll be, this one has the best camera there is. This one has the best screen there is. This one has the, you, a lot of Android has that same kind of thing. Samsung, not as much. They try to put, uh, they try to sell like two versions, a bigger one that has like a better screen and then another yeah. one that has like a better camera. It's not as right. complicated as some of them, like OnePlus or Xiaomi, but but still Android's not, you just, when it, with an iPhone, you either do I want the small screen or the big screen? Right. <laughs> That's all you're choosing. You're getting yeah. a good screen and a good camera with both. It's neither are going to be top of the line, but that's what they push you. This is the best of the best you can get. It's like, nah, it's good, yeah. but well, no, it's not the best. And, and the other issue with Apple though is it is convenient, and they've developed it that way, and yeah. they want to make sure anything that's not Apple is inconvenient, which is that whole battle between. What is yeah. it? Blue messages and green messages, or whatever it is. Oh yeah, that, they do that. They just and they do that it. on purpose. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this. It's the same shit that Sony does. Yeah, they want to. They it really they is. develop their whole brand as being easy and convenient and elitist, sort of. They kind of train their customers to be elitist. And I have the best of the best. My controller is the best. I'm not saying the PS5 controller is not great. It's fucking amazing. But uh, I've had better i've had better <laughs> yeah no, i completely understand and i'm just i'm i'm not a fan and maybe maybe i'm a samsung fanboy, and and i don't plan on going anywhere else um yeah. i've i'm hoping with you know come tax season i'm going to buy heather and i new yeah new, uh, yeah, new phones because like her chargers at the point where she's got to like stick it in just right and then fold it under to oh, get it to yeah, charge. That's not, yeah you need a new one i will yeah. uh if you want to really be under Daddy Google, I will say I do really like Google Fi. I, we, I, we use that I, for our whole family. And the only reason I did is because the amount I'm paying, I have three phones on it. My son has his phone. My wife has her phone. I have my phone. And it's, I'm pretty sure we're on AT&T Towers is what it uses. Um, Google Fi is one of those ones where they band hop. And if I drive out of where there's no AT&T towers, that there's T-Mobile towers, I'll then use the T-Mobile towers. Mm -hmm. But the amount I pay for all three of our phones, I get, uh, you know, I get, I don't think it's 5G speeds. I get 4G. I get LTE. I get really fast fucking like 120 megs down. Like mm -hmm. it's fast. Uh, for three phones, I pay, I think after taxes and everything, it's like $88. That's really good. And we have unlimited up to 35 gigabytes. And that's each. That's not a, we don't share that. Right. That's well, each, which I hit it last month on accident because the Wi-Fi at my work fucking sucks. So all the YouTube videos and the anime and everything mm -hmm. I watch, I use and I hit the 35 gigs. And let me tell you what a fucking, it sucks after you hit it, if you do hit it. <laughs> well, one of the things for, for us, um, we have, uh, I've only, I've only used T-Mobile for the business side. So I can't vouch for what they charge and how things are for the residential side. Uh, but we have five phones, unlimited everything. Yeah. Uh, up to 100 gigs, I think. Um, and then it drops down from 5G to 4G. Yeah. And, and Is that 100 uh, each or 100 shared? 100 each. Nice. Um. And all of that, I think we pay one twenty five, 
So, yeah, I mean, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty damn good deal. And one of the guys that we have lives out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And he still gets, um, he gets LTE signal where he's at. Yeah. At this point, and, towers should be fucking everywhere. Oh, I, it blows where, my mind. It blows yeah. my mind when I'm literally just driving from Utah to Idaho. And I'm like, what? How do I not have service? And it's been with everybody. Sprint, T-Mobile, AT&T. Yep. There's a spot between Utah and Idaho. I'm like, how, why do I not have service? I don't get it. You guys make billions a year. You can't throw one tower out here somewhere? Yeah. Like, There's what I've noticed, especially living here in, in fairly rural uh, Virginia, um, unless you're in some of the major, large, I don't want to say metro because that doesn't. that's not what we are. Um, when I say large town population, seventy five thousand. Oh, you know? okay. Uh, okay, so that that's that's a lot. That's the size. The town that that Virginia Tech is in, their population is about seventy five thousand. Their okay. population doubles when when Tech is actually going to school because their student body is about sixty thousand students. So it almost doubles the population of the area when when Virginia <laughs> Tech is that. in. Just from that. Um, so, but but anyway. Um, Inside that area, and I, when we live about 15 minutes from there, um, but we have really good signal all around the area. But once you get on our major highway, which is Interstate 81, it runs east to west. Yeah. Um, and, and it sucks. We, once you're there, it's great. As long as you stay on 81, you're fine. Oh. But I've noticed, like, if you're in some of the, the less populated areas, if yeah. you stray off of 81, no signal whatsoever. Like, none. Yeah. You know, see, not it blows even, my mind. Not How even do... roaming. How do I don't even get how like if it were me, let's say I'm running T-Mobile, uh, that crazy guy doesn't run T-Mobile anymore, does he? You know what I'm talking know. about? Oh, I don't know. Let, let's say I run T-Mobile. I'm gonna call up. I'm gonna call up Google. I'm gonna call up ATT. I'm gonna call up Verizon. I'm gonna call all of them and say, hey, let's go fucking Dutch, and we're gonna build five towers in the outskirts of Virginia. Yeah, we'll always split the cost. And we're going to set it up to where any of our customers that are out there, now that they've lost signal from our main towers, it's going to hop to that. And it's not going to be great. It's not going to be LTE, but it's going to stay. It's going to be pretty good. So they still get service. Yeah. But there's um, out where he lives, out where I lived when I lived before, where, uh, when I lived um, in Floyd, which is out in the country, um, yeah. there was no AT&T. If you had, if you had an AT&T phone, no signal. Not even mm-hmm. roaming, nothing. Um, there for a long time, the only coverage in the area was Sprint, and yeah. that was it. And then some of the other, you know, there was a um, a regional cell phone company came in, and what they did was they paid to have a bunch of the towers built, and then they were they would lease space on the tower to AT and T or Verizon or whatever, and that's where they made their money. It wasn't they. They didn't. They were making their money off the people they were selling. See, maybe I should to. do that. That should just be my. I start building cell phone towers everywhere because yeah. they all use very similar technology. You well, literally what, just have to authorize them on the network. But well, the um, uh, how much Heather's is a cell dad, phone tower? Let me let's. Well, you want to go in on a cell phone tower? <laughs> well, Heather's Heather, uh, Heather's dad, seven or eight years ago, was approached by a contractor. They wanted to put a cell phone tower on his property. Because um, his property went up on the top of this mountain that was like one of the tallest mountains, probably within maybe 10 miles around. Yeah. And they came to him and 
they were like, okay, this is what we offer you. Um, we want to lease a, it was like a, a one square quarter acre of land to yeah. build this tower on. They were going to pay him, it's like $2,500 to buy the land. But um, the road, his driveway was really long. His driveway was like a half a mile long. And about halfway down that driveway is where they were going to cut a road in and um, go up to this tower. And they're like, we're, we will pay to cut in the road. We will do everything part of your, to your specifications. We'll even like redo the rest of your road and to like, as like a thank you for it. And then they were going to pay him, it's like $85 a month for 10 years. And then it was going to go up to like $95 a month for 10 years. And like every 10 years, it would go up like $10 for, it was like a hundred year lease. Oh, damn. And it was crazy. And he filled out all this paperwork and they even had it like if something happened to him, they would like transfer of ownership of the contract would go to whomever he wanted, like next to Ken, whoever's on the will, whatever. And they went through all this paperwork. They even paid him, they paid him like 400 bucks just as a promise, like, please don't sell the land. Here's 400 bucks not to sell it while we're like deciding whether or not we're going to use your land. So they gave him like 400 bucks. He's like, I'm not selling my land anyway. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. uh, they ended up not going, they ended up not wanting to put it there. Like he never found out why they weren't doing it. They just sent him a letter. They're like, uh, we're decided we're not going to use your property. Can and we have that the $400 was $400 back? No, no, that's $400. <laughs> I mean, they keep the money. Uh, they uh -huh. even, um, uh, they even like brought in a little exca excavator and cut in this little path, like a walking path to get up to where they wanted to do it. And, huh. and it was and they did a good, yeah, they, they, they did a good job. I mean, we would go up there and that was a great place to sit and hunt because you could look down the mountain in all four directions. So, I mean, it was like a great spot and they did, did it all. And then they're like, ah, no, we're done. We're going to go somewhere else. And yeah. I don't know where they, I don't know where or if they even did a tower in the area. And it was the weirdest thing. I, when he, when he first got the letter from them, I was like, this has to be a, this has to be a scam. Like this just, this just sounds scammy. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna reach out to him." I'm like, well, "You can just don't give him any of your information, you know." And I mean, whether we got scammed or not, we were like, we got 400 bucks on a hunting trail, so I mean, huh. I like we came out pretty good. He just has to go hear a presentation about timeshares. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was afraid <laughs> of, you know. But no, they sent some dude down, and and huh. they met with us, and really nice folks, and they were, I think they were from like New York or something. They were some contractor from up there, Interesting. and. Yeah, it so, was wild. Uh, I just found something out that I didn't know. Well, number one, according to this article I'm reading, it's about $250,000 to build a tower. Yeah, so like like Rabble said, $400 is nothing at that point. Yeah. D depending on the type of tower, there's different types of towers. But I also learned that the largest owners of cellular towers are not actually any of the cellular companies. Mm -mm. No, they're all... Like third there's, party, they're just yeah. It. There's a company called American Tower, which owns about two hundred thirty thousand different towers globally. I don't remember the name uh, of this company. Uh, Forty five thousand of which are in the United States. Uh, so dang, so forty five thousand in the United States, two hundred twenty no two hundred thirty thousand globally. That's crazy. Crown Castle is another one. They own about forty thousand. 40,000 in the United States. They don't own any globally. SBA Communications, IHS Holdings. So there's these companies that own like, you know, anywhere from the lowest one looks like they own 20,000 up to 
American Tower, which owns 230,000 towers. That's fucking a lot of money. 230,000 times 250,000 per. How much is that? Times. <laughs> 250. Uh, that's an extra six zeros. So I'm just curious. Hold on. One, two, three. How many? What? What? How, how it's do in the billions. How do I translate this? It's five seven five zero 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 zero. Hold on. So that's so that's million. So five. So that's just shy of six billion dollars. Yeah. In towers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you got upkeep, and you've got. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's two hundred fifty thousand to build them in America. It's much cheaper to build them elsewhere. So actually, they probably don't have that much in there. Because in Asia, no. this thing says that you can build them for like thirty thousand a tower in Asia. Yeah, they have no safety standards. They're like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you just think that spot looks good. It's standing right. It's fucking good. <laughs> exactly. It's up there. <laughs> I watched. I watched a video on TikTok today of them setting a um, setting a pole that, or setting the base of what they were going to use to attach um some type of uh like a light tower on it, and they were driving it into the ground like forty feet. And that was yeah, what they were using you, to anchor it. Yeah, you got to meet the even if you're not in tornado valley, uh, like valley, you got to meet the wind standards. Right. Even if you're where you're not near a fault line, you got to meet earthquake standards. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not around where bears and stuff are, you got to meet wildlife stand like <laughs> everything, every rules. <laughs> so so yeah, I understand why it's so much fucking, uh, so much more expensive. But yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I I I assumed there was like parties. But I assumed a lot of the big companies own most of them, but I guess not. No, they, yeah. Well, but coming back to what I was saying is that the company, the, the one of the first cell phone companies that I had was a, a local. They were a regional, and that's what they that's where they got their start was putting up the towers and whatnot. And they basically got to the point where like, well, fuck, we got this many towers. Let's slap our own transmitters on it and make our own cell phone company. Yeah. And, have and I, and have I you actually, heard of that guy that uh, started his own inter- internet company? There's been a few, a few of them that have done that. Like, he did the same thing. He started putting up repeaters all over town. Yep. And he started uh, charging, like, everyone locally. And he uh, he just made his own fucking... I've heard quite a few of them, but there was one guy that literally well, made a few million dollars for doing it. <laughs> right right in our area here, we had a, we had a company start up doing just that. Um, they were leasing um, bandwidth from Verizon. So it was basically Verizon Internet and FiOS or whatever. Yeah, it was before it was before FiOS though. It was this was probably twelve or thirteen years ago. And what he did was um, the way this the county that we live in, the way it's set up, um, there's water towers throughout the county, and it just so happens that if you're standing on top of one water tower, you can see another water tower in the distance. So what this guy did? He put repeaters across them all. (laughs) He he went he went to the county government and said, "If you let me put repeaters on uh, the water towers, I will provide all of the county's internet for free." And so they they agreed to it. And so as long as you were within line of sight um, to a, a water tower in your area, you could buy one of the receivers, and it was cheap. Their their internet was like stupid cheap. It was like twenty bucks a month for. Uh, it was like thirty megabytes down, and you know, I don't know what they're up to me. It was like thirty thirty megs down for like twenty bucks, and it was okay internet. I mean, I don't know if I would want to play competitive, you know, shooters or something on it, 
But I mean, just to like, I gamed on it for a while where I was living, and it, it was fine. I never had any issues, and it was just super easy. Like my dad lived like there was a water tower on the property, like next to where he lives. So yeah. we, it was literally like right there. You so he we set it up. To it? Yeah, huh. but I mean, I thought it was a, it was a pretty cool idea. Um, and they've kind of morphed out. They ended up getting bought out by another company, and and oh, probably by some bigger yeah. company that wanted to charge more. But I just thought that was a neat idea. It was everything was local. Like if I if I had a problem and I called in for tech support, a yeah. guy in the town that I live in, you got is Todd. The one that, He's yeah, like, hi, this yeah. Todd. I know that guy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Which and... water tower you live by? Yeah, I'll be there in. Uh... <laughs> You know what? Yeah. I might run by Starbucks. I'll be there in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's that's really what it was. And and I, that's that's a big thing for me as a consumer is I I really like to to buy as local as possible. And that's why I like the um, the cell phone company that that they had was if I called and if I had a call in for tech support, it was like an hour away is where their call center was. So oh. that was like that was really cool that I was like I could call them. I knew that I was getting someone. That, Sir, you know, I am living very close to you. I'm yeah, right down that. the street. I'm telling you. And and you know, there for a while, I was <laughs> I would get really angry about that, and then I realized that you know they have a really thick Indian accent. I have a really thick redneck accent, so neither one of us can understand yeah. each other. And we, both sir, get please frustrated. stop yelling. And you're not even yelling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're like, what's your was... fucking name? My name is Stephen. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> they always have the fake fucking American name. It's like, just tell me your real name. I'm not yeah. going to be, I'm not going to, I'm not one of those weirdos. Like, none of us believe whether you're racist or not. You don't believe that dude's name is Stephen. No, yeah. We all no, know, you know it's not Stephen. Yeah. Just tell That's... me your real fucking name. Yeah. You're, you're making me mad by lying already out of the fucking <laughs> gate. Oh, okay, Stephen. I immediately think that when yeah. it's always fucking Stephen too. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, really? Your name's Steven? Well, I'm Hishababa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you're Steven? I'm yeah. Roger Bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah. you know, it, that was something that, you know, being but being local and, and whatnot is really important. And I really liked it. And they ended up getting bought. Uh, they ended up getting bought by Sprint. And so I became a Sprint customer. And oh. then they, you know, Sprint got bought Sprint by T-Mobile. Yeah. Uh, well, they got bought by T-Mobile. Oh and, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I just we just had to make that tr uh, transition this yeah, year. Yeah, so now there's the three basically. There's T-Mobile, AT and T, or Verizon. Right, is kind uh, of your choice. Then there's a bunch of little or smaller guys. Oh, in, our, in our area, in our direct area, <coughs> um, we have uh, T-Mobile, Verizon, and then there's a, a smaller U.S. Cellular. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. They're yeah, uh, there's they don't really count anymore. They're yeah, small. they're they're like that second <laughs> tier. Yeah, and um, but that's it. Uh, anybody that has AT and T now bounces off of Verizon towers. Like there is no AT and T coverage here, nope. and which I, I find it interesting. Uh, a lot of the kids that come down from say Northern Virginia, which is a big thing, a lot of Northern Virginia kids will come to Virginia Tech to go to school. Um, it's a big pipeline. There's a there's a whole thing. But they come down here, and then you hear them complaining that there's no good coverage. Like, sorry, that's just yeah. the way it is. But then Blacksburg, which is the town that Virginia Tech is in, they worked out some deal with Google, and there's Google Internet all over. It's a Google um, Wi-Fi, like, all over Blacksburg. And it's <laughs> like, uh, was it the 1T coverage, the 1 terabyte or whatever? Like, their, their, their Wi-Fi is ridiculously good. 
and you oh, can yeah. just drive no, through I, town. I wish I wish I could get it here. I, I yeah. thought that was really really cool because it's just I don't know who pays for it. I don't know how that system works, but if mm-hmm. it's like as soon as you cross into the town limits, you know you can pick up this Google Wi-Fi, and it's great. I use it for work all the time because some of the places like if I'm in some of the buildings, I have no regular cell cell signal. Yeah. So picking up free Wi-Fi is great. And some of it's just really, really neat. And some of it's absolute dog crap, like those shitty OnePlus phones that I'll never, ever do that again. I, I actually still have two of them sitting on my desk at this, mo- at this point in yeah, time. Yeah, don't buy those. Yeah, they're sitting on my desk. They're in their original boxes. We put everything back. We used them for like a day. Yeah, I, like, I, I would, tell anyone, I would tell anyone listening... I'm gonna keep buying OnePlus, but I'm gonna research for months before I buy one. Don't buy OnePlus. I'm not gonna recommend them. Yeah, <laughs> they're great phones, but only if you are willing to put in the work and figure out which one of the model numbers is the good one. <laughs> it, it's and it's not always by price either. Sometimes the middle of the road, the the four hundred fifty dollar one's way better than the nine hundred dollar one. Right. Uh, uh, I don't know how this turned into the tech show. Welcome to the tech show. Did yeah. we even say well, we didn't even play the opening intro music? Or we didn't to play the spot. opening intro. Yeah, we didn't say the opening intro. We didn't even talk music. about proximity chat. We'll have to talk about proximity chat next time. Let's do that think, because that gives me another week to play some more to. Because I, yeah, I we gotta, can't. We got to try and mess with it, and I want to. I want to do some research too and figure out. I know there's other games that use it that are out now. I just right. can't think of any right now. Yeah, I was the the the. the, the third game that I've played. Like I said, I've played four games total tonight. Yeah. Um, and that's all I've played. The first two ended tragically as I had no clue what I was doing. And the two people <laughs> I were playing with um, didn't have mics. There was no talking at all. Oh. I died to AI because I've been playing their DMZ stuff. Um, and the third game, I this guy was like, hey, has anybody got a mic? And I'm like, fuck it. I'll, you know, sure, yeah, I got a mic. And he's like, oh, what missions do you got to do? Like, I don't know. He goes, what do you mean you don't know? And I was like, this is my third game ever. And I was like, I've only played <laughs> I one I don't play other... Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, the only other Call of Duty game I played was World War II. That's what I told the guy. I was like, and that's only because I'm a huge, like, history nerd. That's the only reason why I played it. Um, so I was like, I have no clue what I'm doing. And he's like, oh, man, no problem. Let me show you. So he was showing me on the map, oh, you got to pick up this stuff, and you can loot these guns and do all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. So we were just talking and bullshitting back and forth, and then all of a sudden a squad rushed us, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, proximity chat." They and we didn't even hear them. Nothing. It's like this is totally yeah. our fault. Um, and, they're like, uh, "Oh, these fucking idiots!" And they're in here. <laughs> yeah, they're like, and I'm sitting here going, "Yeah, I have no clue what I'm doing." And they're like, "Oh, it's these types." Yeah. You know? That's the fun so thing they, about proximity chat. You can hear it, but if you're not in game chat, you don't have game ch- or proximity on. Yeah. So, um, so we ended up dying, and then. Um, I, I, I was playing another one and I was doing okay. And then I was basically learning the way DMZ worked. And when you message me about starting, I'm like, give me just a minute. I'll rush to get out of the DMZ so I can save my stuff. And I, I died. I have not, everything I've started with, I've died. I've not been able to loot anything and get it out. And like I've had no successful you know, ventures into the DMZ yet, but it's and a cool I concept. Know, I don't know what that is. Is it it's, basically it's a, uh, Tarkov? Yeah. That's a good. It, um, Tarkov has that. In, Tarkov also has proximity chat. Now that I think about it, <laughs> um, you go in. It's a squad of three. It's a huge area. You can do missions like, oh, you need to go kill this guy, this AI, or you need to go 
It's um, part of the free mode on the... Yeah, it's part of the free mode. That's what I was playing. That's the only reason why I was playing it. And as you go along, you can find like, oh, here's a bottle of water that's worth $10. Here's a thumb drive. It's worth $150. Here's a comic book. It's worth $10. And you can collect these things. And then uh, there's places that... There's physical places on the map that you have to go to to exit. And if you can exit out those places, then whatever you have with you, um, you can keep or... You know, it gets cashed out and you get the money or if you find a gun or something and you make it out with it, you get to keep the gun. But anything you have in the game, if you die, it's gone. Oh. Like you don't you don't get it. You don't get to keep it. It's gone forever. Now, there's I think that's how Tarkov works. I don't know. I've only played like one or two games of Tarkov. But as I was playing, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool because I like the fact that there was a lot of AI on the on the field. Um, that they're doing their thing, they're guarding a little area or they're patrolling or whatever. So that's pretty cool that you can interact with both PvE and PvP stuff. Um, and yeah, I see, it, I didn't even know they had that. You told me you were t- playing DBZ, and I was like, "What the fuck is he saying? Warzone?" Yeah. But he d- he's dumb. Yeah, no, it's demilitarized zone. Yeah, demilitarized zone. But um, yeah, when we finish up here, to jump on, I'll, I'll show you. It's it's actually it's kind of fun. I mean, it's it's a good palette. No, it's closing. not. It's Call of Duty. I know. Well, well, I even told the guy. <laughs> I told the guy. I was like, the only reason why I'm here is because this thing has proximity chat. Yeah, and like, it's free. That's it. And it's free. <laughs> but as I'm playing it, like, this is actually kind of cool. I could actually get into playing that. Like, it's not a BR. You don't have to worry about all that bullshit. You jump on with your, you know, two of your buddies. The three of you go out, you know, do some things, get out, save your money, make stuff, upgrade your guns. Um, it's a cool idea. It's a cool concept, and I I like it. So uh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Is to that your cream it. of the week then? I think so. <laughs> like it, 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 this cream of the week is only two hours old for me, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that. I haven't really done anything else. Well, sometimes fresh cream is good too. Oh, I actually <laughs> I do. Before you go into your cream of the week, let me let me do the one thing I really wanted to do before oh, yeah. we wrap up. Um, for those that came out to the. Uh, Avenging Crusade Memorial, thank you for coming. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I streamed for right at seven hours. Um, Mystery did, I think Mystery did the full 12 hour stream that he wanted to do. Um, I, I just, I couldn't. They were getting close to wrapping up, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm tired. Um, played a lot. Well, we played all custom games, played some custom games that I'd never played before. Um, which was really cool. They were we had a lot of fun. Um for maybe three or four hours, we had a completely full lobby. We had sixteen people in there playing. And that was a ton of fun. Um so it was a great success. I haven't gotten the numbers from Mystery um as to how much money we raised. Um, but I know um yeah, Rabble, he was there. Got I finally got the game with Rabble, which was pretty cool. Um oh. Finally, you tricked him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the final numbers. I know we sold somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 t-shirts. Oh. Uh, or maybe more. That's I don't not know. No, it's really not. So I, I don't... saw the new design of the new ones. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a real it's a mystery designed. It. It's, it looks great. Um, I was, like I said, I was there for, I know, um, seven or eight of the t-shirt sales. And I bought a, a t-shirt. So, uh, I know we did, um, I think we did really well there. Um, I think, I don't know if Tonics came through with it or not, uh, but, um, Izzy gamed with us. She played with us for a few hours. 
Um, Tonix pledged $50 if Isabel could kill me in one of the game types. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she did. She got, we were playing Snipe a Mole, and she ended up actually getting a, uh, uh, she got, she killed me two or three times. So hopefully Tonix, um, Tonix uh, was able to complete the pledge. So I know that if, assuming he did, we raised at least $50 there. Um, we had a lot of people that were donating bits. We had a lot of people that bought um, gifted subs. All of that oh. was going to the family. So might might have been a good year then for it. Yeah, honestly, I think this is probably the best year. Um, this is the best year of worth of turnout that we had, and I know this is the best amount of money that we've raised. Sweet. So this was this was a really good year. Uh, we played with, I think we played with his dad and brother. I think it was his brother that was there. Um, we, I, the, his girlfriend cool still stay in contact with like you and yeah, mystery we, and yeah, yeah we, we, we talk to him. We, we talk quite often that I'm, I'm friends with his mom on Facebook and, you know, we, we, we talk quite a bit and, you know, we, that's how we keep the family in the loop of what we're doing is we, we put everything through his mom and, um, she was in the stream. Uh, she messaged me this morning and said that she fell asleep sometime during the stream. Uh, <laughs> so she didn't see the end of it. Um, but she was in the stream. Um, the girl that was with, um, avenging the night that it happened, she was also, uh, she was also shot. Um, she, she's, she survived. She was supposed to play with us, but they were, um, they were having connection issues or something, oh. something, something prevented them from, for, from her, from being able to play, well, which was kind of a bummer. Get them next time. So I'm hoping to get them next time. And I'm hoping in this coming year, um, I'm going to go out to, um, Oregon to visit some some friends out there, and my goal is to make it to Utah to see you and Smokey, and, and make it up to Washington where they live. They live in, uh, right outside of Tacoma. Be fun. Yeah, and I wish that, I could have. You guys started when I'm at work, so I couldn't. And then when I got home, I also don't have MCC installed because I I installed Halo Infinite. Mystery said they might hit that, and I was like, well, that's a smaller install than MCC. It actually mm -hmm. is, and I have the room for that. I don't have to worry about. So I installed that, but you guys, uh, you know, made the smart decision of s sticking with <laughs> MCC. Yeah. Well, so, I had uh, uninstalled. I, I had uninstalled um, uh, Halo Infinite, and when I get on here in a little while, I'll probably uninstall Master Chief Collection again because I yeah. won't pick it up for another year. I don't care. Yeah. So, so next next year, hopefully, I can be there too. But uh, maybe but yeah. I'll hit up Mystery beforehand too and help him design. Uh, some more t-shirts or or something. That would be really cool. I would like to see more stuff get done um, for them and for the family. And then um, I would really like um, for you to, because you're way more artistic than I am by miles. Uh, yeah, we, way we need more to autistic. No, and maybe autistic too. Um, <laughs> uh, we we need some merch. We need some Pigs Pod merch. Um. We need a yeah, t-shirt. We if we're going to uh, keep streaming and stuff. Yeah. Ravel uh, said he's got 20 bucks burning a hole in his wallet right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, we need a, we need a PixPod t-shirt and um, some stuff. I don't know what yet, but we need something. And, I can't even uh, remember how I designed the pig that is our logo now. Yeah. With the, I'd like to have with the game controllers his nose. I don't remember doing it. It must have been a blink. You know how sometimes you block stuff out of your. I don't remember doing it or how I did it. I right. know it's. I know it's. Uh, I'm. I know I designed it. 
it's not out there. I didn't copy something else. I was very careful when I did it. I know our earlier stuff, I just, we'd just taken whatever was out there. But I know, I know our pig that we have now is, is custom. I don't remember doing it though. <laughs> I don't either. Um, but yeah, let's, let's maybe try to work on that coming up for the first of the year. Um, at least if it's just the, yeah. our, our background that we have Make here. some silly shirt. You're baking me crazy or something. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> bring back some of our, maybe put some of the titles that we had from like our old titles that we had. Um, um, I remember we had the heroine or heroine episode where we were doing, oh, yeah. uh, uh, the best, best female protagonist yeah. uh, protagonist and stuff like that. Maybe for our hundredth coming up, we'll have some, I don't know. We, oh, we still yeah. need to, we still need to figure out like what guests, what we're doing. I really have some female gamers I'd like to get on and get the female perspective because, you know, we always cover the male gaze. Not the gaze, but the gaze. Eh, little column <laughs> A, little column B. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, well, one of the other things, too, that I would like to do um, before we hit 100 is uh, I want to get Mystery on here. Yeah. Um, have we had him on before? Once, we've twice. We've never had mystery on Pig's Pod. At least we've he says never. That that's Are it. you sure? He said he he says he hasn't been on it, and I don't think we've. I don't think we have. I've had Bunge on three times. I know that for sure. Yeah. I swear we had mystery on one time. I I don't know. I think but it yeah. was just me and mystery though. I don't think you were there if I remember Maybe. right. And it was a lot. It would have been like earlier, like twenty or thirties. It would have been before the first break. Um. Yeah, no, I think, um, but yeah, I, w I definitely want to get, uh, I definitely want to get mystery on, um, and maybe we can, you know, like I said, you, I don't have a lot of contacts outside of, you know, what I've got. I don't really know anybody that games or anything beyond my extreme casualness. <laughs> but anyway, so my my creams of the week is is twofold. Um, the DMZ game type in in Warzone, which is pretty cool. I mean. The right. jury's still out, but I'm I'm giving it the good college try. And then the other half of my cream of the week was getting to game with everybody for Avenging's um, stream and 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 all that, which we had a ton of fun. It was so much fun last night. Oh. Um, so it looked fun. You... I watched the stream for like an hour or so. I don't remember. I had it up for longer, but I was actually like watching and chatting for maybe right. like an hour. Gotcha. So, all right. Well, what's your cream of the week? Uh, well, now I got to follow that. <laughs> See, the hard part with cream of the week is a lot of the time, if I don't know if you guys can tell, but it's kind of on the spot. We don't really think of it ahead of time. <laughs> I forget about cream of the week every single week. So just like last second, last minute, we go, what, what did I enjoy this week? What was good? You know, uh, the only thing I can, can remember enjoying this week other than a song, which I'm not going to make it my cream of the week. Uh, I did listen to it like 30 times in a row the other day. I was just playing Apex for like two hours, just listening to this song on repeat. It's so fucking good. But that's not my cream of the week. The only other thing I could think of is if you're into anime, you're a weeb. Chainsaw Man is so fucking good. It's on Hulu. It's on Crunchyroll. Uh, I don't know what else it's on. Uh, if you look it up, I'm sure you could look it up and find it. So, uh, it it doesn't really start slow. It, it I mean, every story starts a little slow because they have to, you know, lay the base and explain who's who and whatnot and everything. So I'll give you the gist of it real quick 
so you kind of know what you're in for. It's a dude that uh, basically homeless, you know, doesn't have his parents. He's on his own kind of begging for scraps and whatnot. And he uh, sort of, there's demons, they call them devils that have like different powers and stuff. And he starts working for like this real shady guy, uh, paying off his debt of his parents and, and, you know, this guy giving him a place to live and food and whatnot. He starts helping him kill devils or capture devils and stuff. And he meets one. Uh, I'm sure you've seen pictures of it maybe online, but it's Pochito, Pochita, the little, it's a little like dog kind of looking thing that has a chainsaw coming out of its head. It's a, no. it's a little, it's a little chainsaw dog. You and I travel in very different uh, communities of the internet, I think. Oh, that, that might be true. I see it all. I see the little guy, all kinds of drawings and all kinds of stuff of, uh, on uh, Twitter all the time, but uh, well, no spoilers. So he, it's him and they like become best friends and like, which doesn't happen with humans and devils. But they like he basically treats him like his dog. He goes home every day excited to see him, and it's his little chainsaw dog. And so his uh, uh, they get into trouble, and they the this is all the first episode. It's not really a spoiler. Alert. I'm giving you a, a basic roundabout of the first episode. They get in trouble. They're gonna die. Him and his little chainsaw dog make like a pact, and he says, "Give me your heart. Keep me alive." And so they do, and he becomes Chainsaw Man. <laughs> he has like a rip cord on his rib cage that he pulls, and these chainsaws, one of them comes out of his head, and the other two come out of his arms, and now he's Chainsaw Man, and he can just like, like rip and shred through people. Uh, I don't want to reveal anything of what he was in trouble or what happened, but it's it's pretty cool. My, my favorite part of it is whoever wrote it or whatever is... Uh, it, it's in anime all the time, fan service and whatnot, but he's a real horny dude. So it, it's funny. So like he, he tells uh, Pochita when he makes the deal with him, he's like, help me stay alive and I'll, I'll achieve my, you know, my ultimate goal, my dreams. I'll achieve, I'll achieve all my dreams and you'll be with me. And so like his dream for multiple episodes is to touch boobs. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to touch boobs. And like, he makes, he meets this other devil girl named power. And he's like, please, what do you need me to do? I'll, I'll, I'll touch your boobs. And she says, Oh, this other devil took my cat. Will you help me go get it back? And he's like, can I touch your boobs? And she's like, I'll let you touch them three times. And he's like, Oh my God, let's go. And like, <laughs> so it, it's fucking great. Having your entire life goal be to touch boobs. Like, it's a good show. There's only six episodes out right now, uh, the time of recording this episode. Uh, but yeah, it's on Hulu uh, or Crunchyroll if you have that. I assume if you have Crunchyroll, you're in anime. You've already watched it. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's a good time. It's it's funny. So know it going into it that it's not kid appropriate, <laughs> sort of. I mean, it doesn't show anything, but you know, he talks about it all the time. Oh, we're gonna touch boobs and this and that, and like. There's another time where another girl promises him a kiss and like he's super motivated. <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's a good show. If you're in anime. Yeah, that's all I could think of right now. Uh, one of these times we'll think of it ahead of time instead of in the moment. But eh, maybe, maybe not. One that's, day. Not a, that's not as that's fun. That's not Pig Spot. Planning <laughs> is not what Pig Spot does. No, we're not about planning or like mm -hmm. we don't have a script. We don't know what the fuck's. Nope. Q will sometimes text me literally three minutes before we're going to record. What are we talking about tonight? And I say, I don't know. All right, cool. 
or I'll give them one topic that we'll start on and may, and then we'll just deviate from there. And exactly. That's what makes <laughs> this good. That's what makes it work. I'm pretty sure both of us wanted, we didn't talk about it, but I'm pretty sure both of us in our mind, we, we were going to talk about proximity chat yep. today. That's where and, I was. That's where I was. And, and we didn't. So well, let, <laughs> that's let's, uh, <laughs> say let, Let's go do some more um, uh, show research. How about that? Yeah. So, you know, uh, RIP Drunken Halo. Um, Mix out. I wonder if they'll ever do another episode. Who knows? That's another one we uh, should try to get. We should try at one point in time to get either one or both of the brothers on at the same time. Yeah. We need to. Uh, yeah. We, we need to. We'll figure it out. Maybe that'll be the 100th episode we have. See if we can get the Bryce. But maybe we'll have like a. Uh, um, instead of having everyone on all, all at once. That'll be too chaotic. Maybe we have right. like chunks. We do like a 10 minute. Let's do lightning. Let's come up with some questions, like some real fire. <laughs> like, like what do you have? What are your thoughts on abortion? Like, <laughs> and we'll just lightning round it. All right. All right. Good talking to you. All right. Now we got real mystery the, from the great, you know, white north. What, how you doing mystery? How's abortion up there? Like, <laughs> maybe we'll come up with something like that so we can have, I don't know. That'd be hard to organize. What's what's your take on the new Goodyear radials? How do you feel about those? You know, the nice thing about it, if we if we do it that way, though, number one, it's not chaotic because we don't have everyone all trying to talk at once, right? And the people that don't want to talk over other people, like Real Mystery, who end up Mm -hmm. saying nothing. Yep. (laughs) Uh, But the other thing, we could maybe maybe it won't be live stream. We could record just whenever they're available. Yeah. So Travis, uh, I got 20 minutes here. All right, cool. Right, cool. Real mystery. Oh, out. I have 20 minutes here. Cool. We're going to do the pig's pod. Uh, so, so yeah, maybe we'll come up with some speed topics or something. Maybe we'll start taking suggestions in the live stream. But uh, we'll, we'll think about it. We're, what, 14 episodes away? 13 episodes away now? Yeah, we're now 13 coming episodes up. away. 13 weeks. Didn't so we say it's looks... in February, like right before yeah. Valentine's yeah, I be- Day or I something? I believe it's February, so there's one. Something like mm-hmm. that. I'd have to look at the calendar again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so Two, I, uh, three, four, five. Hang on. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 11, 12, 13. So in theory, it should be February 19th. Oh, Q took a shit. Oh, there he is. All right, well, that, that might be a good time oh, to what? end it then. What the hell uh, your audio and your video froze. You're back though. Uh, it must have been a Discord <laughs> thing because yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it looks fine in the live stream. Yeah, yeah, the Discord uh, froze up though. If, if everything goes the way it should, um, we're the uh, February nineteenth. February night. Oh, so right after Valentine's Day. Right, yeah, it's the weekend after Valentine's Day. But if we're gonna do like maybe get we can get Rob talk about how's married life, like fucking. Yeah, that would be cool. Wait, so we need to start coming up with a list of guests. A maybe two or three questions that we ask them all, but then two or three questions that are specific to the like Rob, how's married life? You know, another thing we could do too is um, break up the um, the celebration of the 100 episodes and do a do a person a week during February. Be like, okay, let's do an let's do an episode of mystery. Let's do an episode yeah. of the, the Travis. Let's do a. We could. Uh, Maybe yeah. we'll see how the first episode goes and decide. So maybe right. we need a plan like end of January, early February to do a guest spot. Uh, I really want to have, I got to reach out to her. I have a, I have a friend 
who has worked with Crafton and a few others, and you know she's in gaming, and I really I'd really like to have her on. Uh, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. So that's okay. that's the the sort of plan ish. You know, we're not good here at Pig's Pod for planning, so we're gonna see how that works out. Nope. <laughs> see how the planning goes. Might fall apart. Might who just knows? fuck it and do it live. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I don't know. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, you know how it is. Sometimes political, sometimes gaming, always incorrect. Thank you for listening to Pig's Pod. Follow us on the Twitter while it's still up. Follow us <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, uh, yeah, okay, bye, Q. Bye, Oreo. <laughs>